It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold, or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus. One, two, three. is now on ESPN Radio. What's up? Welcome back, everybody. little Black Sabbath for you. I'm inspired. Woodstock-style playlist today. Today was the uh, is the anniversary of when Woodstock took the world by storm back in 1969. So, uh, cool deal. The guys from the trail said you should play some Woodstock music today. So, uh, we obliged. Squad is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. If... Uh, you spend some time with us. We really, really appreciate it. And if you missed anything in the first hour of the show, you always can find it on the Noisdale Podcast. We heard from Pat Duchesne Sr. He's the head coach at Florence High School, the two-time defending Class B State champions in football. We also heard from Trevin Gradney, who is a uh, fourth-year junior at cornerback for the Montana Grizzlies. He's our Grizz Star of the Week this week. We also had our Treasure State Stars highlighting some of the best individual performances uh, from around the state of Montana. We highlighted that's all in the podcast, which is probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, and the MSU Bookstore. We highlighted Tommy Malott and his appearance on Bruce Feldman's 100 Biggest Freaks in College Football list. I don't know how I missed this, but I somehow I, I did. Uh, Chris Walker, who's an offensive tackle for the University of Montana, he's also uh, on the list. He comes in at number 98. If you've seen the guy, uh, you don't even need to know any of the, the uh, measurables to know that he certainly is justified to be on the list. I mean, the guy's 6'6", 295 pounds, and he is a raw muscle. He is shredded for sure, and... Uh, He's learning his way at the position. I thought he improved tremendously the second half of last year. Transferred into the Grizz from Nebraska, uh, where he had an injury-prone career, but mostly played on the defensive line. So he had to sort of shake off the rust and, and get back acclimated to play on the offensive line. I thought his fundamentals got better as the season went along. And if he has made those similar strides here over this last offseason, coming into now his seventh year of college football, uh, that certainly bodes well. Uh, for Montana. Bobby Houck has been very bullish on the fact that uh, he believes that the offensive line is not only shored up, but should be a, if not the strength of this year's Grizz team. And if that's the case, I think that's uh, also a very good thing uh, if you are our Montana. Our prep coverage continues. High school football season is uh, right around the corner, but uh, fall camps are raging on across the state of Montana. We're joined now by one of the longest tenured coaches in the Class AA, head coach at Kalispell Glacier, Grady Bennett, joins us here uh, on Nuanas. Now, Coach, thanks for being here, man. What's been going on? How you doing? Good, Coulter. You bet. Privileged uh, to be here. Thanks for having me on. It's going good, man. Things are good. We're staying away from the smoke for the most part up here. So uh, it's been hot, but uh, camp's going well. Just tell us about uh, just your initial impressions of your team. You learn about a, a lot about them this time of year. Uh, how have you thought uh, – it's going. I know you guys have some high expectations coming into this year, like, like you always do. How have you thought this group has done to sort of attacking those expectations over this last week or so? 
Yeah, really, really well. This is a special class. You know, every class is unique and different. It's so fun and such a privilege to coach the kids in any way. I mean, it's just so fun to bring them along. And every class makes its own mark on the program and sets their own legacy and all those things. But this class is is different, pretty unique. Not only do they have the talent, uh, but they're they're really deep. I mean, I don't know if I've ever had a group that really from top to bottom, just a, a bunch of good players. I mean, all of them can really play. And so I don't know if I've ever had a class that's been this deep. But besides the football talent, they're just a good group of kids, you know, really good young men, good teammates, um, hard workers, fun to be around, fun to coach. So, yeah, we're, we're excited, looking for a special year, and we've got off to the exact kind of start that we thought. Lots of energy, lots of enthusiasm, guys that just like to be out there, like to play football with each other. When it, when it comes to, to building up great numbers, I mean, how does that happen? What goes into that? Why is this such a deep class that had so many guys you know, stick, it, stick around to you know, play their senior years? Yeah, good question, Coulter. Because honestly, I mean, there's only 22 of them. And when I say deep, I, I mean, like we were, we were looking at just thinking back to other classes. And this is, I think, typical. But, you know, every class in high school, most schools, you're going to have – you know, some, some top players that are really good that might be all-state type guys, might have a chance going on to college. And then, of course, you've got kids that, you know, maybe aren't as gifted athletically, and then you've got some that are just good role players and just on the team. But what I mean by this class being so deep is, man, all 22 of them can really play football. And, yeah, we've got our guys that have already signed, and we're going to have more that have a chance that are really talented. But it just doesn't drop off much. I mean, this this whole entire class can play, so that, that makes it pretty special. But going back to your comment or your question about numbers, man, I, I mean, I think we have a, a pretty good program, not only successful on the field, but, you know, really trying to focus on treating kids well and invest in them and helping them, you know, achieve the goals and, and dreams that they have in their life. But, man, getting numbers out, I, ju- I just think it's probably everywhere dealing with it a little bit. You know, football is a hard sport, and I think in numbers all over are down. And even at Glacier High School, I mean, just consistently, we just have a hard time. I, gosh, I wish I could get every boy out there because I think we have something to offer, and it's something that'd be good for them, right? But um, unfortunately, numbers just continue to to go down, and it's hard to get them out. Craig Bennett joining us. He's the head coach at Kalispell Glacier. It's Nuanas now here on ESPN Radio, uh, statewide television, SWX Montana TV, and the ESPN MT app. I know I've thought about that dynamic a lot, Coach, because it's uh, you know I'm now 20 years out of high school, but I, I remember a lot of guys that just played to to just be on a team, to be a part of something, to have a challenge. You know, you get to ride a bus with a bunch of guys, and you get to go out to dinner sometimes, and you know it's all just fun. And I, I love that part about it, but it does seem now that uh, a lot of people maybe don't want to endure the challenge if it doesn't have this uh, immediate tangible reward. That said, though, it seems as if uh, this group that you have this year, those guys must all really love football if they're willing to to stick it out all the way to the end. So, I mean, how much can that influence just the the success of a team, just having a love for the game? Yeah, I think it does. It does a lot. And I guess that's where surprisingly you would hope that it would even have more of an effect, you know, and I'm hoping it really affects our freshmen and maybe some of our sophomores um, and that some of that rubs off that energy and that enthusiasm, that love for the game. But, well, you have kids that, that hang it up and, and decide not to play any longer and, and it's just they all love the program and they have nothing against what we're doing and they, they know it's good for them and all that but at that times it's just changed and you know the willingness to go through and be a part of something special that takes hard work and you know maybe be a role player be a second or a third yeah it's just different now kids don't want to do it like you said man I mean I played a long time ago but 
that back then just being a part of it, I look back at my my senior photo for Flathead High School, and my goodness, we had 170 kids. I mean, there were right. so many kids. I mean, it was just crazy. Right? Yeah. It was just to be a part was what it was all about, and kids just wanted to do it. And, and I know things are different, times are different, but uh, I think it's sad because it's so good for kids, so good for boys. I think boys need it especially, and uh, gosh, we do whatever we can, but it's, it's hard for us as well, darn it. No, no doubt about it. I mean, I remember back in the Jack Johnson heyday, you'd go play, if it was a CMR home game, they're dressing 200 guys for, for the varsity. It's, it was so intimidating, but you also you could just tell how much it meant to them. So uh, I, I definitely, uh, I feel it. I feel what we're talking about here for sure. Grady Bennett here uh, on Nuanas Now. Uh, you mentioned that you do have some high-profile guys on your team. Uh, Cash Kokachia has been a guest of ours so far this summer. Uh, he's a great two-way player there for you and uh, a great family legacy uh, as he comes to the University of Montana next year. Uh, Isaac Kime joined us uh, two weeks ago, uh, a tight end who's, who's also committed to the Grizz. And uh, then we'll have Henry Sellers on uh, sometime soon as well, young man uh, that's an offensive lineman who's committed uh, to North Dakota State. Uh, first, just talk about those guys, but then second, how do you how do you sort of uh, harness that positivity that comes with those extra opportunities while also not letting uh, sort of the extra attention those guys receive uh, be a distraction? Yeah, for sure. You and I could go off on all sorts of tangents and get going on some really fun subjects, I bet, here. But, you know, again, those those three guys in typical of this class, they're, they're just good young men, good guys to be around, great teammates, great leaders, fun to coach, hard workers. You know, they're, they're getting everything that they deserve, and I think they're all going to have tremendous success. You know, Henry's been a rock for us for three straight years on both sides of the ball, but Cash and Kime have both been a little bit banged up, and so I'm excited for them. I'm happy for them that they're finally really fully healthy, feeling great, um, going to get full senior years on both sides of the ball and, and really show what they can do. So, yeah, I do want to mention this, though, just because you're fun to talk to and you're you know such a, such a good broadcaster and know so much. Um, you know, the things have changed so much with recruiting, too, and it's not college coaches' fault, right? They have to do what they have yeah. to do, but the system is such that, man, it is frustrating. And I feel bad for kids. Kids now feel like they have to go to 45 different junior days and different camps, and if they're going to even have a chance, they're going to be recruited. It all happens so early now, and, man, I'm not I'm not happy about it. Uh, I don't think it's great. I don't think it's the best for the kids. I, I think if you even talk to Coach Houck, I don't think he's very happy about it. You know, But it is what it is. It's the system. I'm trying to navigate it better with my parents and my players and helping them you know, decide they feel that pressure of having to feel like they have to attend 25 different you know, junior days and college camps over the spring and summer just to get looked at by anybody, which you know, I don't believe it's true. But anyways, another issue and uh, just stuff that's out there right now in our current landscape. For sure. It's a lot to wrap your mind around, no doubt. Grady Bennett, the head coach of the uh, Glacier Wolf Pack, joining us here uh, on Nuanas. Now it's our Coach's Corner, where we catch up with various high school coaches from around the state of Montana each week. Let's talk about just your team. Obviously, we know those sort of quote-unquote headliners, but you love this group. Uh, obviously, you're going to have a new quarterback because Gage Slider has been great for you the last couple of years. I've been watching him down here at Doran Blizzard Field the last couple of weeks, and he, he's looking good there for the Grizz. What's the quarterback competition like? Uh, what do you like about the, the young man you have competing? Yeah, you know, we were we were feeling good about it uh, no matter what, uh, but we did get a young man that moved in from California. He came actually last year. And family situation, you know, forced him to go back to L.A. for his freshman season. But he is, he came back in the spring and enrolled and did track with us. You know, he's a gifted young man. His name is Jackson Presley. And, 
you know, obviously the, the, the job is his. Now we have some good guys in that quarterback room competing with him and guys that will, you know, be there in the rotation, but they also play defense for us. So they're also happy that Jackson is there. But he's just a real gifted kid. You know, he's been around some things that other kids haven't been exposed to because he's from the L.A. area. So uh, he brings in a really nice skill set. He's also a good young man, comes from a good family. And, uh, you know, obviously we're really excited to have him because, you know, our team was already pretty pretty good, and he is just another a really good addition for us. So, yeah, Jackson Preston is going to be fun to watch and, uh, you know, fun to coach over these next three years. I was looking at your guys' website, which, by the way, great job. I wish everybody had a website like this. Your guys' website just has so much information. It's, it's GlacierWolfPackFootball.com if you want to check it out. But I was reading some of your uh, coaching staff bios. I want to ask you a little bit about your OC because, I mean, Dustin Haynes has got some some pretty prestigious experience. Uh, I know he's from up the, uh, in those parts, but how did you get a guy that's, you know, coached in the Big Ten and, and the AAC and, and you know, big-time college football to be a, an offensive coordinator there for you? Well, I'm telling you what, Coulter, I mean, I can't say it any other way. I mean, it's truly like a gift from God to me, right? I'm I'm sitting in my living room one night, and uh, Dustin calls me, and he starts kind of explaining, you know, hey, I played at Oregon, backed up Marcus Mariota, and then I hooked up to Scott Foss, (laughs) and went went to UCF, and went to Nebraska, and I just decided that, you know, the college game was a little bit too much for me. I didn't want to live my life that way, so I'm back in the valley, and I just wondered if you needed any help. And it's funny. Here's the funny thing about the story, because, you know, I was getting made fun of that year. That was a year where we just had a lot of guys that wanted to help out. I mean, we only have 11 stipends, and I don't mean to complain saying 11, but I think most AA schools probably have the same, you know, 11 stipends. But I had 21 total coaches on our staff. We just had a bunch of guys that were volunteering and just wanted to be a part, and it was awesome. But I didn't care that I had 21 coaches. Dustin called me. I said, I don't care, Dustin. Yes, you're hired. I don't care what I have to do. I'm going to find you a spot, make a spot for you. And so he volunteered that year, and we, we had him coach running backs for us. And, uh, man, I mean, I saw the gifts and talent that he had, and it wasn't long till you know, I made him uh, – the offense. I coached quarterbacks for 28 years, of course, but I'm not stupid. So <laughs> I turned the quarterbacks over to Dustin, and he's done a fantastic job. I mean, Gage Slider uh, is a great story, and he worked so hard. But Dustin Haynes did a phenomenal job with Gage Slider, and he's going to do the same with with Jackson Presley. Even though Jackson comes with a great skill set, I mean, Dustin is phenomenal. So turn the offense over to him, and yeah, I mean, I'm serious. I'm just. Uh, I feel very blessed, that's for sure. Well, no doubt about it. Grady Bennett joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, uh, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. How about Double A this year? Double A has been interesting the last decade or so. There's been sort of these little mini dynasties, whether it was Billings Senior during their great run, Billings West has had teams that have been, you know, sort of perennially in the championship. as little Sentinel had, had their great run as well. But it seems to be like coming into this year uh, that, that it's pretty wide open. And I know you guys are, you know, if, at least if you listen to the pundits, uh, certainly one of the favorites. But there seems like there's a lot of talented teams in Class AA. So, I mean, how would you break it down? What do you just think of the landscape of the state? No, I agree. I think it's going to be one of the more competitive years. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm obviously I'll be disappointed if we're not right there in the end, but Bozeman, man, they bring everybody back. Yep. I mean, they lost a couple of really good kids, but their team that beat us, right? They beat us. That's what I keep telling everybody is, yeah, I mean, I, I know we're going to be pretty good, but Bozeman beat us with the entire team of juniors, essentially, right? So they're going to be very good. Gallatin is going to be loaded. They brought almost everybody back from the team that went to the semis. Helena High maybe has as much athletic talent as anybody. Yep. Of course, 
still there. I mean, people talk about Sentinel, you know, taking a step back or falling off, but man, I don't see it with some of the guys. I mean, they've got two guys that signed with the Grizz. So, you know, I mean, capital's always capital. Yeah, I just feel like it's going to be a f- fantastic year. I think Gray Falls is coming on. You know, Ari Gray's always so solid with Butte, senior. I, I mean, I always say in double A, man, if you don't bring your very best on any Friday night, you're in trouble. That's what I love about it. It's so fun. Absolutely so fun. We can't wait for high school football. Grady Bennett, one of the best in the biz, head coach at Kalispell Glacier, joining us uh, as he's always so kind to do here uh, on Nuanas Now. Coach, uh, we'll certainly catch up with you throughout the year, but best of luck with the rest of fall camp, and uh, thanks for spending a minute with us today. You bet, Coulter. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. There you go. Grady Bennett. Love talking ball with that guy, man. Glacier is... Uh, they have such a great just program. I mean, it, it seems so silly to say that you can learn so, so much about their program, both both in, in symbolism and just tangibly by their website. But it's true. I mean, go on the Glacier Wolfpack website. Everybody should have a website like this. I know it's easier said than done. You got to have somebody to manage it and upload all this stuff. And, you know, I, I'm by no means a website whiz, even though we run a website as, you know, part of our, our business model here. Uh, but, I mean... It just shows you the attention to detail, and I think it's no surprise that Glacier perennially is producing as many college-ready kids as any program in the state, and uh, they're competitive year in and year out. I think it's a testament to the program that Coach Bennett's built there, and they certainly are justified in being one of the front runners, one of the top contenders at the Class AA level coming into this 2023 football season. How about four fun facts about Class AA football? Number one, the man we just heard from, Grady Bennett. Glacier might just light it up this year. They scored points in bunches a year ago. They have as much uh, perimeter talent back as anybody in the state. If Jackson Presley is as advertised, as Coach Bennett says, they think he's a very special talent. I mean, we also talked about Dustin Haynes during that interview. I mean, this guy was coaching at Nebraska and Central Florida with Scott Frost before, you know, coming back and just wanting to live in Montana. He's from Big Fork. Pretty good resume for a high school offensive coordinator having coached in the Big Ten. So, I mean, if Glacier just puts it on people into scores and bunches, it wouldn't surprise me at all. They, they run that sort of offense. They get people's heads spinning, and uh, they are not afraid to put the pedal to the metal. So if Glacier just lights it up this year, I'm not I'm not anointing them as the my pick for a state champion or anything like that. I just think their offense is going to be really hard to stop. And if they just light it up, uh, certainly it's going to be um, fun to watch. Could see some high point totals there uh, for the Wolfpack. Fun fact number two, the Bozeman schools, and it's funny to even say it like that, that there's multiple AA schools in Bozeman, but there is. And Bozeman High and Bozeman Gallatin played two times in the span of less than a month last year because they played their crosstown game, which Gallatin High won for the first time. And then they played in the semifinals of the state champ or of the state playoffs, and Bozeman High won that one. So um the Hawks return a ton. Hudson Weens, who's headed to Montana State next year. One of the top interior guys uh, in the uh, in the state. One of the top just two-way linemen, period. Of course, Skeleton has Quinn Clark back for his senior year. He's committed to Nebraska, so a Big Ten talent there for the Raptors. Uh, both programs return a ton from those the teams that met in the semis. So um, I, I think that both the Bozeman AA high schools have to be considered uh, serious contenders as well. My Third fun fact about the AA is actually more of a question. Which Billings or Great Falls schools rise up? Because you look at the East, 
Bozeman and Gallatin are stacked. They're both going to be really good. Butte is always salty. Are they a true contender or are they more just kind of a, a playoff contender? We'll see. Belgrade, I think they still have a long way to go in terms of program building since they moved up to Double A. They've had they've had some uh, some struggles, but there's five different candidates from Great Falls and Billings. One or two or three or four or even all five of them could be good. Who is it going to be? You know, I I think that Great Falls High's got a, a rebuild going on, but they certainly always can find kids there. I mean, Great Falls is a great football town, so if there's this special talent that rises up through the ranks and, and makes either or both of the Great Falls schools good, wouldn't surprise me at all. Rob Stanton's had it roll in the last uh, decade or so at Billings West, particularly the last half decade. Billings Senior had this uh, great run, and then they've been sort of more down towards the middle. Uh, how do they rise up? It's just a lot of schools that could be contenders this year, and you have to imagine that at least one of them will be from that group of five high schools, Skyview Senior and Weston Billings, and then Great Falls High and, and Great Falls CMR from the Electric City. You have to imagine one or maybe a couple uh, of those of those schools are, are in the mix, uh, especially out east in the AA. And then uh, my fourth fun fact about Class AA football this year is that uh, I think the West is absolutely wide open. Glacier's going to be really good. But I think Flathead will be improved. I think Sentinel's going to be good. But I think Big Sky and Hellgate are going to be very improved. Hell, the Capitals are the defending state champs. They lose a lot. But, I mean, they, they are always tough as nails. And Kyle Mahelish, one of the best in the state. But Hell, the High is a team that's on the rise as well. They have the one of the most veteran-proven quarterbacks uh, in, the, in the state coming back in, in Carter Kraft. He's got one of the best weapons on the outside in the state in Manu Mello. They have great experience across the board, and they have this upstart, young and hungry head coach in Dane Broadhead who's uh, doing a great job there at Helena High. So uh, I think the West has got a whole bunch of teams that could contend for sure. I'm very intrigued by Missoula Big Sky. They return some really talented skill guys. They return uh, a multi-year starter at quarterback in Drew Martins, and Big Sky is always going to be tough. But they have some better numbers this year, and I, I think they have an opportunity to to make some strides. And I think Hellgate, too. I think Hellgate uh, took their lumps in year one under Ryan Nelson, but they were competitive in some games. Uh, I think they have an opportunity to, to make some strides there as well. So uh, any and all of the t- those uh, sort of bottom-tier teams like Hellgate and Big Sky and Flathead, those teams being better does nothing but help the West. But it also seems like there's a lot of teams that could be true contenders out of the West as well. Uh, not the least of which is Kalispell Glacier, Missoula Sentinel, and Helena High. I think those are probably the, the three top contenders out of the West, but I think everybody in the West, honestly, truly, all the teams out West could be good uh, during the 2023 uh, football season. It's our Coach's Corner. Thanks to Grady Bennett, Kalispell Glacier, for joining us and helping us break down some Class AA football. We'll have more coaches' interviews for you over the next couple weeks. We are now 11 days away uh, from the uh, the opening of high school football uh, around the state of Montana, uh, that weekend of the of the 25th and the 26th is is when most teams uh, hit the ground running. So uh, a little bit more than a week, and we can't wait for it. So keep it tuned right here if you want to keep on getting your previews uh, for all things uh, high school football. How about some football, some soccer? Cassie Kurgan, she's our senior spotlight for the week. She's a Missoula Sentinel graduate who was an outstanding goalie for the Spartans, and uh, she's going to continue her soccer career at the collegiate level. Andrew Houghton has more with Cassie Kurgan right after this. Keep it right here.
CSPN Radio. Jewelry Design Center is not your average jewelry store. The friendly, welcoming staff is so excited to be in Montana, and the craftsmanship, unique creativity, care, and artisanship you'll receive at the Jewelry Design Center is second to none. Is there anything you guys can't do? We don't cut diamonds. <laughs> okay, yeah. But we can facilitate that. Right. It's unique that we cast our own metal, we grow our own models, we hand carve, as well as use computer-aided technology to design. We're pushing the limits of what we had previously thought was impossible. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. He's the one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. The variety of iterations of Eric Clapton, I got to say, I think Cream is my favorite. They're just such a sweet band. I, I don't, well, I, I guess I do understand, but I, I wish they would have lasted longer. But what a great, uh, what a great trio. Come on, it's now ESPN Radio, a little Woodstock-influenced playlist, because Woodstock was uh, 54 years ago today. The uh, The original Woodstock kicked off during the summer of 69. 54 years ago today. Pretty crazy. A big shout-out to Shine Auto Detailing. They've just been awarded the best detail shop in Missoula again. And it's no surprise, Shine Auto Detailing has over 225-star reviews. That's actually more reviews than all the other detail shops combined. They're celebrating by giving their next three callers a free $50 gift card. So call them, not us, call them, 406-207-3599. That's 406-207-3599. And you're going to get a $50 gift card from Shine Auto Detailing. Shine Auto Detailing. Call them now, 406-207-3599. All good things must come to an end. We might be able to squeeze in a couple more senior spotlights here later this week or early next week. But after that, then the ship's kind of sailed because most of these seniors are now going to be college freshmen. So they're embarking on the next chapter. But we've made the rounds and done a great job rounding up so many different of the top high school male and female athletes who are seniors this last year, including a young lady from Missoula Sentinel, a goalie for the Spartans who's now headed to the Emerald City to play at Seattle U. Andrew Houghton caught up with Cassidy Kurgan, our latest senior spotlight presented by Blaine McElmurray and McElmurray Holmes, as well as Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. Senior Spotlight rolls on, getting to the end of August here, but we're going to continue to bring you interviews with some of Montana's great high school athletes who are heading off to the next level. Joining us now, Cassidy Kurgan, former Missoula Sentinel goalkeeper, now on the soccer team at Seattle University. Cassidy, first of all, thanks for doing this with us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Well, let's just start here. How's your summer been? Did you get the chance to uh, to sort of have a last hurrah in Montana before you headed over to Seattle? And sort of how have things been going since you got over to the Pacific Northwest? Uh, it's been good. It was a super busy summer. I did get to enjoy a few more late days up at Flathead. But other than that, I was training and just getting ready for Seattle. Um, the start has been good. It's been super busy. Um, we just finished our last day of two days uh, yesterday. So a little fatigued, but it's been going really well and it's been super fun. Yeah, and you mentioned you guys already getting into your exhibition sort of preseason schedule. How's that been? And now that you're into it, has it been sort of what you expected? 
it's pretty early, but it's super interesting to see uh, the different just speed of play at the next level. Um, and I'm looking forward to playing some bigger teams and seeing how we compete with them. Cassidy Kurgan joining us for a senior spotlight here on Nuanez now one of the best goalkeepers in the state coming out now going to Seattle University where she's playing on the soccer team there. Cassidy, one thing I'm always so interested by, especially for a sport like soccer, is how kids out of Montana are able to get recruited and able to get to the next level, get that exposure that you need. So sort of what was your path towards getting on the radar of of college recruiters? Um, I had multiple recruiting pages, and I was constantly reaching out and bugging schools that I was interested in and could potentially be interested in me. We didn't, we never went to like super big tournaments with my club team, but when we did, I was always reaching out to coaches to come to come watch a game. And then training film is always super important, so I would put that up on my recruiting pages along with different highlight videos, just so uh, coaches could see a little bit of everything. When did that start to pay off for you? I mean, when did you really notice the interest um, starting to intensify? Um, as soon as coaches could start talking to me, I was getting some emails, um, which was after sophomore year, so going into junior year. Did you have interest from a bunch of other schools, and sort of what, what made you land on Seattle in the end? Um, not a bunch, but I definitely had a few options. Um, you know, the a couple Montana schools and then just around the – uh, Pacific Northwest, and I landed Seattle because it kind of just checked all the boxes. Um, it's not too far from home, amazing coaching staff, amazing facility, a great just team environment, and uh, yeah, my dream was always to go D1, and that's what that's what we did. Cassidy Kurgan, former Missoula Sentinel goalkeeper, now at Seattle University, joining us for a senior spotlight here on Nuanas Now. Cassidy, one other question I, I sort of want to ask you about. I'm always fascinated by how players wind up playing goalkeeper. Is that something that you you always did, or did you transition into that sort of later in your career? Um, it was kind of, I was young and started to play and when it was just for fun, and I would hop in goal. And um, getting through like elementary and middle school, I kind of, I split. I played goalkeeper, and then I played some field, and then, Towards the end of middle school, I got really into goalkeeping and just the training um, and obviously continued to pursue that through high school. Well, there you go in a very successful high school career for you as well. Missoula Sentinel, thanks in large part to Cassidy Kurgan in goal, making it all the way to the Class AA state title game last year in her senior season. Tell me a little bit about that run because you guys really turned it on at the end of the season. I mean, you started a little bit slow. But then by the end of the season, you're one of the hottest teams in the state, and you ride that all the way. I mean, you win on penalty kicks in the state semifinal, go up and eventually lose to Bozeman Gallatin in the state title game. But that must have been quite a run for you guys. Yeah, it was a crazy ride. Obviously, a very difficult start. I was out for the first half with an injury, and we had a couple other girls that were struggling with injuries. And I think come second half of the season, when we were back and healthy, we just we really wanted it, and we wanted to keep grinding and play every. We played every game like it was our last. Um, a lot of the seniors, like that, had been our goal was to make it to the state championship. And after the first half of the season, we had no one thought we were going to be able to do it. So I think it was super motivating once we started to succeed and just keep going. And we did unfortunately lose in the state championship, but 
making it there was amazing. And I think that comeback story will be remembered in the Sentinel soccer community for some time. Walk me through that that state semifinal game. You guys beat Billings West, who were the defending state champions, I think. Scoreless tie, and then you win it in penalties, and of course in a penalty shootout, the goalkeeper is always sort of the main character. So so walk me through that moment at the end of that state semifinal when you guys did go to penalties. It was crazy. Um, energy was high. The adrenaline was crazy. Um, I'm trying to remember... Oh, it started, but I don't know. It was a very close penalty shootout, and I remember they missed one or I got a hand on one, and we were up. And then I was up to take a kick, and I hear Lily Allen, my center back, scream, it just takes one. So after I made that one, uh, was able to make the save, and that's all it took. That's awesome. Cassidy Kurgan. Former Missoula Sentinel goalkeeper joining us for a senior spotlight here on Nuanez now. Now over in Seattle, attending Seattle University, where she is a goalkeeper for their soccer program. Cassidy, what about sort of the the off-the-field part of college? Has it been sort of as you've expected so far? What are you planning to study over there at Seattle? Sort of what are your goals for for the the off-the-field part of this? Um, I'm kind of all over the place as far as uh, what I want to study. Currently, um, I'm thinking psychology. I'd love to be a sports psychologist if that works out, but I'm not totally sure yet. School doesn't start till end of September, so I've got some time to just focus on soccer, which is super nice, but looking forward to school getting started as well. Well, super interesting being a goalkeeper, of course, facing penalties probably gives you a, a good leg up on, on becoming a sports psychologist if that's what you decide mm-hmm. you want to do. Anything else that you wanted to mention about just taking this next step going in and, and pursuing your career further now in college? Just that this has always been the dream and I'm kind of living it out and really looking forward to seeing where this takes me and just elevating my game and seeing, seeing what we can do. There you go. It's Cassidy Kurgan, former Missoula Sentinel goalkeeper, now at Seattle University. Gracious enough to take a little time with us here for a senior spotlight, getting you caught up with some of Montana's best class of 2023 athletes now as they head off to college. Cassidy, thank you so much for your time. Good luck this fall. We'll be following along, and we hope to talk with you again soon. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you. Good one. Thanks, Andrew. Very interesting. I was having some yogurt listening uh, in the back room. Uh, a lot of times the stuff that we play, I, I've already heard, but sometimes I haven't heard it yet. And uh, that was a very good interview. Uh, well done, Andrew. And uh, good job by Cassidy Kurgan as well. Um, we'll, we'll try to get a couple more senior spotlights tracked down. But like I mentioned, I mean, these kids are now into college. So uh, we're, we're almost to the end, but we couldn't have done it without our awesome sponsors, McElmurray Homes, your top custom home builders in Western Montana and fierce supporters of high school sports, as well as Dazzler's Car Wash. Dazzler's Car Wash, our next-door neighbor here at Missoula Broadcasting Company on Radio Way. Treat your car like it deserves to be treated at Dazzler's Car Wash. You want free Dazzlers? We got it right now. $50 gift card for you. Two Dazzlers. Call us, call us, caller number 3-406-888-1029. That's 888-1029, call number 3. We got 50 bucks for you to Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. I don't know what we're going to do in the last segment. Maybe I'll talk Tommy into coming in here. More nuances now right after this ESPN Radio. 
Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? Well, he is a smart and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I think this is the first time that I have played the Beatles on this show when Tommy wasn't the engineer force-feeding me <laughs> the Beatles. I have a shtick. I, I do it mostly with Tommy on the radio to try to make him mad because he, like most other people on earth, love the Beatles. Uh, the Beatles are fine. They're not for me. Uh, but I, there are some songs. I mean, they, they were so prolific and so tremendously uh, popular for, for uh, you know this one 10-year moment in time. I, I can find some stuff that I like. I like that song for sure. Well, Woodstock 1969 uh, anniversary edition playlist here uh, on Nuanas Now. It is ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the ESPN studio, uh, MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years, and happy to say so. Missed anything in today's Nuanas Now? You can find it. On the podcast, ton of great guests, Pat Duchesne, head coach of Florence Carlton High School in football, two-time defending class B State champions, joined us, as did Grady Bennett, head coach of the Glacier Wolfpack, who uh, one of the favorites in class AA headed into this season. We also heard from Trevin Gradney, a junior cornerback for the University of Montana football team, and we heard from Cassidy Kurgan, a Missoula Sentinel graduate who's headed to Seattle U to play some goalkeeper, outstanding soccer player there uh, for the Spartans. All of it on the podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications. Want to see how Blackfoot can help your inner office connectivity by building you a network, getting you some fiber? Visit goblackfoot.com to see how Blackfoot can help you and your small business. Podcast also presented by the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time. Go check out their new location there on the corner of Broadway and Higgins in downtown Missoula. And the podcast also presented by the MSU Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org next time you're in the market for any type of blue and gold. I found these great old school Sports Illustrateds that I've been saving forever. Uh, I've had a sports uh, a, a subscription to Sports Illustrated since I was uh, a little kid. Part, one of the most influential things in, in my life for sure. 
this magazine, though, is is stunning to me. That the one I'm holding right now, which is the December 16th, 2002 issue, it's stunning to me for a variety of reasons. First of all, on the cover, if you're watching on television, you see that this is the Sportsman of the Year, which, which Sports Illustrated has given it away ever since the 1950s. They've done it forever and ever and ever. One of the great prestigious honors in all of sports. But Lance Armstrong is the Sportsman of the Year. When this cover came out, who would have thought the the fall from grace that would accompany Lance Armstrong? So that's one thing that's striking. The cover article is also written by Rick Riley, who has sent, since left Sports Illustrated uh, under you know vague, if not very good, terms. You also look at on the uh, the bannerhead where the, the address is. They have the website cnnsi.com. This was during the the Time Warner. Uh, merger where they were trying to become this giant media conglomerate. And they also have an AOL keyword on here, America Online keyword, uh, Sports Illustrated. So that's pretty funny. The other striking part about this magazine is that it checks in at 160 pages long. Sports Illustrated still comes out once a month. It used to come out once a week. 160-page print edition. Unbelievable. The uh, The advertising in here is compelling. You know, everything from this incredibly boxy and uh, non-sleek whatsoever suburban that's on the back uh, from from Chevrolet to, you know, everything in between. A lot of funny uh, ads from some 20 years ago. Uh, It's just amazing. It's amazing to analyze how the world has changed and, uh, and to remember back, right? I mean, I have three Sportsman of the Year issues here on my desk. One is Tiger Woods from uh, December of 2000. Uh, This was when he was at the absolute height of his fame. And and that fame, that star, continued to to burn so bright for another 10 years after this. And then it all fell apart. So that that in itself is another sort of parallel story uh, with Lance Armstrong. And then the third is some of the most revered and regal men in NBA history, Tim Duncan and David Robinson, they were the Sportsman of the Year together in 2003. So it's just its just interesting to see how, how much can change in 20 years or how much stays the same. I mean, Tim Duncan and David Robinson have largely been out of the spotlight. And uh, I think that's why they are still remembered with such great reverence. I also uh, wonder if the spotlight was just too bright for Tiger Woods and how much of that influenced... Uh, his demise, but also then his resurrection and, and his uh, continued uh, almost peerless uh, popularity. And then Lance Armstrong, who would have thought? I mean, Lance Armstrong was one of the most beloved and uh, high-profile sports figures on the planet. And then what that story has become now, ravaged by performance dancing drugs and lies, deception... So it's just pretty stunning the arc of someone's fame and life and experience uh, can go through. And I think it says something about just fame in America. I, I do think that there's a, there's a societal discussion to be had there. You know, when, when Icarus rolls the ball up the hill, uh, how, how close is too close to the sun? When will the ball melt? How famous is too famous? How, how much overexposure can go into... Uh, people's demise on a, a personal and professional levels. I do think there's conversations to be had there. But I think it's also just 
worth remembering, I, I think, twofold, just from these three issues. I, I think one thing that struck me was all things that are great still must come to an end, and nothing lasts forever. But also, sometimes being subdued and, and not talking too much and being classy, letting your work speak for itself, staying out of the limelight, not chasing fame, like Tim Duncan and David Robinson, both men, uh, certainly not uh, glory mongers by any means, certainly were never described for their brands during their time in the NBA. They were described for their discipline, their work ethic, their uh, commitment to team, their commitment to each other, uh, their commitment to their craft, and they both sort of walk softly but carry a big stick type attitudes. And uh, here we are now, and Tiger Woods has ridden a roller coaster, but but he's back to being revered. Lance Armstrong rode a roller coaster that then went all the way to the bottom of the of the uh, you know the center of the earth, I guess. And uh, and Tim Duncan and David Robinson, I think, still beloved around San Antonio and around uh, the NBA. So. Uh, We'll be doing plenty of Sports Illustrated retrospectives now that I found this this awesome box. So uh, stay tuned for that. Tomorrow we're going to have uh, back into the, the flow of the Big Sky Conference football. Uh, we will hear from uh, Sam Herter of Hero Sports. We will also hear from Brooks Nuanez of Skyline Sports. And uh, also filling in the blanks on uh, a couple other uh, fun guests We'll also have some Wing It Wednesday tomorrow. An excerpt from our latest Bobcats by the Numbers podcast. I'm also going to post the Grizz by the Numbers as well. Both of those will be up at SkylineSportsMT.com later on tonight. And then we're also going to do a fun segment, our Brawl of the Wild by the Mile, presented by Town Pump. Uh, We'll be giving you $50 gift cards to Town Pump uh, once a week, all, all football season long. But I've got basically our plan for the fall where we're going, what road games we're going to hit. I got it all on the schedule. And so we'll we'll take you through it. What's our roadmap look like? Uh, excited to go to Moscow a couple times. Excited to go to Sacramento. Excited to be in St. George. Never got to a game there. Uh, so there's plenty of, uh, of games to hit. Uh, but we'll make it, we'll make it fun. We'll, we'll tell you kind of where we're going and then what we're going to be watching in the games that we're going to cover. Uh, so that'll be a fun segment uh, as well. The... Uh, the Baltimore, the Baltimore, ha, how about that? The Indianapolis Colts, even though I was never alive when the Colts were in Baltimore, for some reason they're still just stuck in my head as the Baltimore Colts. It's probably because I read this great book about the Baltimore Colts when Johnny Unitas was the quarterback, and that's just uh, forever been in my head. But the, uh, the Indianapolis Colts, they announced that Anthony Richardson will be their starter this year. So he's going to be one of the youngest starting quarterbacks uh, in NFL history. He just turned 21 in May. And uh, an unbelievable athlete with very limited experience, but uh, a tremendous upside. We'll see if that has an influence on the AFC South race and the AFC race in general. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Bunch of college football. We'll see you then. It's been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M-Store. 
proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool T-shirt. What's it like being on a T-shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a T-shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> the <laughs> University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.